this is about, um, I, I wanted to call it like um, sky and stone or as above and so below because it's about the planets and the stones and reconnecting. Um, the stars, the signs, and the planets uh, long have been associated with stones or crystals. And the linkages have devolved into what we now call birthstones. So the birthstones of, of Leo and Aries and Taurus. And, but that's, it's, that's not the way it should go. Uh, the, so the goal is to restore the connection between the sky and the stone to improve our life by wearing specific gems, either as earrings, necklaces, bracelets, or any other pockets that you want to hide things in. With Western astrology, uh, the belief is that you wear specific gems and it anchors the power of the stone to you. And so it's all about your uh, astrology signs and your house. And so I started off with, uh, I just want to do like a brief explanation of basic astrology. I have the astrological signs here. So if you're an Aries, you're active, you're ambitious, and then all the sun and the planets over here, because if your sun sign is in Aries, that means you shine as an ambitious, courageous, could be headstrong person. And so if you're Gemini with your moon, you're adaptable and articulate, but it's your private side. So then you take that energy and you put it into where it is on your house for your natal chart. And so the natal chart is broken up into 12 houses. Think of this as the horizon. This is the first house. The numbers are, they're numbered here. So the first house is all about you, how you look, how you present yourself. You couldn't change it if you wanted. Your second house always is about your feelings, your self-worth, cash, property. Third house is you with communications of uh, neighborhood, siblings, and uh, lower education. Your fourth house, uh, home, family, past lives, and your roots. Fifth house, love it, uh, romance, creativity, sex, pregnancy. Uh, sixth house, uh, daily work, routines. Then we go up here. So when you were born, all the planets in the sky were, there was a specific alignment. And so this is what was in the sky when you were born. So if you have planets in your seventh house, if this, if the first house represents you, your seventh house represents you with somebody else, you with a partner, romance, frenemies. So if the second house represents you with money, up here, your eighth house is you with somebody else's money, wills, um, when, um, investment, working with other companies, people, birth, death, rebirth. So if the third house is about community that's close and lower education, your ninth house is travel farther and higher education, religion, philosophy, um, the, tw uh, the 10th house is, think of it as the sun is shining down on it. This is your career, your ambition, your goals, and how people see you in your um, life with where you're going with, whether it be with, um, whether you're uh, an, art, an artist or whether you're whatever kind of career that you have. And then the planets in there 
say that's where you're going to shine. Uh, the 11th house, if this is you with romance and creativity, this is you with groups and having fun in large groups. And then the 12th house is uh, self-sabotage, fear, dreams. I like to call it our, our, our God moment and our worst fear moment. And so you take the, the sign, for example, if somebody says, I'm an Aries, well, they're talking about their son. So I'm an Aries, I'm active, I'm ambitious. Well, where are you? Is that in your 10th house of careers? Is it in your how people see you? Or is it with other groups of people? So we start off with, if you know what your natal chart is and where your planets are, then you can say, I need to work with this and what can I do to boost other areas? Um, and let me go to the crystals here. So these are different people's thoughts on it. This is Stockinger and this is Wrath. Wrath does precious stones and semi-precious. If, if I want to boost my sun, then I would get either amber, coral, ruby, or garnet. And some of them go straight across, like they both agree with ruby. I would say any kind of a stone that has a reddish color, like think about the burning sun, not like the glowing of yellow, like we think. Um, if I want to enhance my moon or protect my moon, I would get pearl, moonstone, uh, rainbow quartz, if I wanted to work with my Mars, um, Mars is that fiery energy. And here, let me go make this a little bit bigger. There we go. Um, do I would use red, bloodstone, garnet. And some of them are cross. Like I can use garnet for my sun and I can use it for my Mars because both are fiery planets. If I want to activate or enhance my Mercury, I sometimes struggle with my Mercury. My Mercury's in my 12th house of self-sabotage, worst fears, and God moment. So I need to, I need to uh, protect it and activate it and help it more. So I would use emerald, aquamarine, opal, and I would go more with the greenish stones. Uh, Jupiter, Jupiter's a, a gaseous, expansive planet. So you find that in your chart and you say, okay, what house is it in? And I would use sapphire, lapis lazuli, although that's across the board for a lot of things. Um, Venus, Venus, I would use, now Venus, think about the goddess of love. If I want to link two people together, so think about the diamond wedding ring, and that's like an, un, um, an unbreakable bond. Some, some stones, like diamonds are good for justice, a bond for a couple. It's about connecting and holding together. So if I had something in my seventh house of partnership of significant other, that's what I would want to use and activate because not everybody uses a diamond for a wedding band. Um, Saturn, everybody's got to work with Saturn. Saturn is our, it's a, it's a planet with rings around it. And I think of Saturn as the, the fence around the yard. What rules do I have to follow in order to move forward with my lessons? It's the karmic, it's the teacher. And so those are more darker stones. And if you know that, like, I sometimes look at um, people's hands and will say, what stones do they have on? What are they drawn to? And then that gives you an insight about what's going on with them. Is it, is it starting to make a little bit of sense? 
Okay, so then I want to show you. Um, I want to show you. Hold on. Charts to give you examples of. So let me go to Ketty. So the first thing I do when I look at a chart and I say, okay, I need to look to the to the houses. And if the person was born during the day, I look to their sun. Like she was born during the day because her sun is above the horizon. Remember, everything up here is the sun. Um, if someone is born at night, you want to use the moon because those are considered your lights that you want to activate, either sun or moon, if you're putting forth some effort in that area. Um, you could also look um, that I, I don't know what stone to use, so I want to activate my first house. How people see me and how I'm presented into the world. Remember, the first house is me, me, me. This is how I look. This is how I act, and I can't change myself, but I might have something going on. If you notice, do you see the reds? The reds mean that those are squares or difficulties that she chose to come into this lifetime to work on. The, uh, the green, I'm sorry, the green, the blue, the blue represent trines. Those are gifts of ease and grace that she has to work with. So she's going to have some problems with her moon in her first house. So I might say, all right, um, moon, I might want to get a moonstone or I might want to get um, an opal or something that's white and then that will help me help her with her first house with her relationships on this house. It's to kind of like counteract. Um, there are good houses to work with and then there's not so great houses. The good houses that you always want to boost that you can never go wrong your first, all about you. Your fifth, all about fun. She's got a lot of fun going on here. So there's no reason to boost anything there. She's going, she's doing fine. Her ninth, looking perfect. This is all about higher education. She doesn't, there's nothing. This is her with groups. She's a very private um, uh, person who uh, does not go out into public anything. She's very shy and reserved. Now, if she wanted to boost that, we could look at it, but she, she doesn't. The only thing that she would like to work on is her first and her seventh. And seventh, seventh is a powerful one. Seventh is her relationship with other people. The tenth is her career. She's set. No matter what she does, this is Taurus. She's always going to land on her feet. And the fourth is powerful, but she doesn't have anything that she needs to work on there. This is her, um, the, it's the mom, it's the family, her roots, her foundation. Houses that bring difficulty are generally your sixth, because if this is your day-to-day -day routine, and the sixth brings illness. The eighth house, this is a challenging house because this is birth, death, and rebirth, and this is where her Venus is at. And so she might want to work on that. Also her 12th house, there's nothing in there. That's a house that we try to either, if there's nothing there and I don't need to wor wor worry about it, then I'm good. She says that I want to work on me and relationships to get rid of this or to protect it. What can I use? She can get a stone with, so then I go, I go back to my stones. I can, she can use a diamond. She can use a moonstone. She can use anything that would be light in color and either keep it on her or keep it around her or 
she wears a lot of bracelets and she, she changes them often according to what she feels that she needs. She's just a, a good example of her first house and her seventh house of relationships. Let me go to another. Um, Barb. Barb, when I first look at it, I say, here's her son. So she obviously was born at night, but her moon is down here too. So that means that she was born near a new moon and not a lot. Of, so do I, does, do I want to act, uh, you know, like spend energy on this? No, she's good. She's, she's full of energy here. Everything else looks good. And, but she struggles with her 12th house. Well, her 12th house is Saturn. Remember, Saturn is our rules, our regulations. So you go back and say, well, what can I use? She can use um, blue sapphire. Blue sapphire is Saturn, and it's the ability to see through darkness. So this gives her the ability to work through any tough times, the ability to create with Saturn instead of going against Saturn. So her career she does past life regressions. She now says, okay, whenever I'm gonna be working with this energy, I need to have on this ring or this necklace or these earrings, or I need to tuck it someplace that I have it with me as I'm working with Saturn instead of going against it because of the difficulty that's in her chart. Uh, let me look at, um, Patrick is another good example. Patrick has Saturn in his first house. He has all, if you notice, he has all of this going on. If you have three or more planets into a house, they call it a stellium that you're working a lot on. So his, his career in Scorpio, a lot of energy going on here. His Venus, he may want to spend some time and say, okay, what can I do with this? His friends, lots of them, but look at his shadow side. This is dark. This is rough energy that you have to work with. So he said, no, I'm, I want to work with my first house and that'll help me with this. What's a stone that I can use for both? Well, you can use onyx. Have you ever seen men who have the big black onyx stone? Well, that's for grounding. That's for armor, for protection from others. Um, it's the ability to stop absorbing um, people's energy and to take the negative energy. It absorbs the negative energy. It takes a, it, it shields from depression. Well, he's an empath. He feels everybody's everything. And so when he gets into that space, if he, if he wears his black onyx ring or has a bracelet with something that's black onyx on it, that kind of creates like his shield around him. You know how we, we cut cords and we shield around ourselves. You will see a lot of men um, wear it on their hands. I also look to the finger of where are they wearing it. If, I, if somebody's wearing something on their right ring finger, they're really trying to strengthen the planet of the color that they're wearing. So that's probably the most um, the ring finger that changes the most stones with me. I'll, I wear this one today and maybe tomorrow I'll change. And another week I'll have another one. So what are you trying to strengthen? That'll, that is your right ring finger. If, um, if, I, if I want to amp energy, I, 
I can put it on, like if I'm, if I'm interested in money, I can put it on my right middle finger. What am I doing to draw money to myself? Remember, that's your second house, and it's also the stone. So what am I using to amplify that energy to it? So we talked. I spent time with him and said, okay, if we wear this, um, this onyx, this dark stone, this will help ease and grace this difficult area that you have between your Aquarius. Aquarius wants to let their freak flag fly and be all out there but his is in Saturn. Saturn is rules, regulations. He wants to be able to be more free, but he feels drawn in by all these rules. And by wearing the stone, it gives him a little bit more freedom to not feel everybody's energy and be more of himself. And then therefore, it makes it easier with his seventh house of relationships. Let's take a look at um, Ra. Now, as soon as I look at Ra, I say, okay, where is everything being sent? Um, we have Mars energy down here with family, uh, lower education. Um, she's got a, uh, a lot of stuff going on in the fifth house of fun, having babies. Uh, and then she's got this. This is her Jupiter, which is supposed to be this expansive, great, but it's in her eighth house. The eighth house is birth, death, rebirth, renewal, transformation. And so she's fine with transformation, but she struggles a little bit with how often she has to do it in her life. So I go back to the stones and say, okay, what is a good color for Jupiter? And... Where are you gonna wear it? When are you gonna wear it? Are you gonna wear it as a necklace? You're gonna wear it. Uh, and so she has decided that she wants uh, not only this, but she wants to work with her moon because she has a, uh, a night chart and she's got stuff going on here. So she's like, well, I can take um, a moonstone and I can add other crystals to it. So she had a like a little uh, ring with the moonstone in the middle, and then other stones on the other. And that way she's combining the energy of two different houses, if that makes sense, to move past some of the, the blocks that her chart has given, well, that she chose to give herself. Um, Amy. Amy was born um, at 11 o'clock at night. So here's her sun. Here's her moon. Her moon is on at the top of her chart with career. You look and you say, Amy's got everything going on. She's seen as somebody who, uh, like she walks in the room and there's the party. She's got all this Libra going on with all these groups. She belongs to a lot of different groups, activities. Like she's where the fun is at. And so you look at all this, this is a lot going on there. You would say, okay, she's happy. She's lucky. She's got all these friends and everything. And then you look at her son is in her sixth house. Remember the sixth house is difficult because that's routines, daily work, health, and service to others. She struggles with her health all the time. You would not know it because she's happy and upbeat, but privately she's struggling 
and her son is always shining of, hey, I should be going and following what the doctor said to do this. Hey, I should be, um, that routine is, no, I'm not gonna follow that routine. But the son is saying that's where she needs to shine. She's just struggling with it. So what can she do to amp that energy? She needs to have a, a ruby or something that's red or orangish in color and wear that. She can wear it with um, other stones, but she needs to have something that will kind of protect her with her house of health and illness and daily routine. So she will come up with better routines to follow and maybe get these people on board to help her out. Um, Jenny. Jenny was born during the day and her, so her moon is here, her sun is here, and I'm looking at it saying, yeah, not a lot of problems going on here. She has her son in her eighth house though. Remember we talked about the, the difficult houses are your 12th of self-sabotage, the eighth of um, birth, death, rebirth, and then the sixth of illness or health and well-being. And it's in Pisces. It's, I want to do this, but I want to do this. But I want to do this, but I want to do this. And it's always indecision about what do I do? Well, since her son is there, she can wear a stone that will anchor her in and get rid of some of the other things that are going. She should also be focused on her Saturn here. Her Saturn is in her career. Now, it's at the top of her chart in Taurus, and Taurus is slow and steady, wins the race, and gonna get through things, but she has to always follow the rules with it. And you can see all the red that there's always a difficulty with it. She could have a stone with a red stone, um, a redstone to increase her being her son of where she's she needs to ground and then she could put with it onyx or sapphire or some other dark stone to kind of insulate herself from the birth death rebirth and from the transformations that she's going to have to be going through in the rules and not always being at the receiving end of the rules and so she's got a little bracelet that she made and she just whenever she feels that she's doing something for work that requires a little bit of um, like going into a meeting um, she will put that on and that kind of like does the double duty between the the 10th and the eighth house some people like i wear different stones according to like how i am feeling and then I wear different ones on, on my um, ears also. So I'm trying to like cover the gamut, but most of the time it's what am I drawn to? What, what is gonna make me feel the best? Um, what is going to, uh, what resonates with me? And it doesn't have to be an expensive stone. There are, um, let me go back to them. There are um, semi-precious, and then you can get the expensive, very precious stones. So you can say, okay, um, I, wanna, I wanna mix a moonstone. I mixed my moonstone with silver, and then I have um, a little bit of gold that goes around it, and it's a loose, because I, I, I don't want it to be like trapped and held in. And so I'm trying to bring the stone's energy and amplify it and connect it to me and, I want to be able to bring it down 
and use it as an anchor to help me in my career or my personal life or um, health, basically, even. So there we go. Um, what questions do we have? I mean, if I had your charts, I could pull them up. I'm hoping that you'll be able to like look at your own chart and say, okay, I need to know of a couple things. You can always work with your sun if it's a day, moon if it's a night, and you can always work with Venus um, or Jupiter. Venus if it's a night or Jupiter if it's a day, and um, Saturn is one that you want to improve upon and work with. It's going to be like a shield more. So what questions do we have? I have a couple. Um, first off, I'm a Gemini. So uh, which planet should be best for me to work on? Okay, so your sun is in Gemini. But where is your moon and everything else? If you know your exact time of birth, so because because your exact night. I can I hold on. I can do this. What's happening? Okay, give me your name. One more. Uh, it's, is it D Omar? Oh, Oh, so no, sorry. O M yeah O M A R. <laughs> Got it. Okay, and your birth date? June 4th, 1990. And what time were you born? 10, 10 at night. 10, 10. And where were you born? Florida. Uh, I need the city. Oh, Boynton Beach. Oh. Um, hmm. I know, right? Boynton. That's B O Y N. B O N. Say it yeah, again. Yeah, T O N. B O Y T O N. Yeah. No. B O Y N T O N. No. Got it. Yeah. B O Y N T O N. It does matter. Yeah, it does matter. And okay. then, well, and let's take a look. Okay. So, oh, that's cool. So here's your son. Okay, so let's. Can we talk about you? Is it okay? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Okay. So people see you as um, a Capricorn. Let's follow the rules. Slow and steady wins the race. I'm very structured. I'm very organized. Make it to last, or don't do it at all. Don't waste my time with this. It's, it's best if you do it right. You have a stellium here. Saturn is at home here, and this is and it was in retrograde, so the RX stands for retrograde. So all of these, these things were going on that make up how people see you. Your, um, your family of your fourth house, you attack, not attack, uh, your home and your family is with Mars energy, and this is how you feel about it. Your, how you, okay, you enjoy pleasure. This is your Venus, and you're all about <laughs> romance, creativity, um, fun, sex, flirting, all of that. Like, you're like, bring it on. I'm going to, yay, it's having a good time. It, your sun is in your sixth house. So in Gemini. So you shine as a Gemini 
in routines. You like daily work. Your health is important to you. Your service to others is important. Um, your discipline and your habits is very, very important. And that's where you shine. Does that make sense? You just described me to the letter. <laughs> well, and that's only you. So then up here, this is all you with other people. So Chiron is in your seventh house of relationships. So Chiron is considered to be the wounded healer. And this is how uh, there's something with a wound that will be for the rest of this lifetime. You chose it before you came in. It's in cancer, feeling things deep, relationship with others. Um, like we could go on and on about it, but you, ch I, I, it's a difficult, but you, I am always reminded that you chose to learn these life lessons in this house. You do have Saturn in cancer. So you want to expand upon love. You love love. And when you love somebody, you want to take care of them. Cancer is the crab and they have the shell on their back and they want to, and when they look at a problem, they want to look at it this way and they want to look at it this way. And I change my mind like the tide. Oh, I think I feel this way. Or I think I feel this way. That is how you are with others that are um, partnerships, um, relationships, marriages, alliances, and it could be frenemies. Um, this is the part of fortune and this is a lot of spirit. Those are, we'll, I, that's a whole different ballgame. So you are a Libra in your career. You are meant to bring about love and balance and bring people together for your, like your job and your career in this lifetime will be you mixing them. I call it like people soup. You take people that are vinegar and people that are oil. And when you mix them together, it makes Italian dressing and everybody loves it. And that's what you want. And that's where you want your career to be. And that's what you need to be working towards in this lifetime. Your moon is in your 11th house of, uh, in Scorpio. So your moon is your private shadow side that you don't share with a lot of people. And it's deep water. Like when you are with people, they have to be people that you know and you trust. And then you will share everything with, but until you're crossed. And then I'm done with that group. I can't go back there. I don't, I don't, I don't trust them. I don't, but when you're in, you're all in. So I'm looking at here and saying the only major thing that I would work on is this red with your Capricorn. And I'm looking at this saying, this is where your Saturn is. So what I would focus on is I would definitely have myself an onyx, a sapphire, some dark kind of stone. And I would either wear it on my hand, I would have it in a bracelet or on a watch, or I would have something with me. It's going to ground you. It's going to armor um, protection around you from others. It's also going to give you the ability to see through the darkness because as a Scorpio in your moon, you struggle with trusting other people because you always want to know exactly what's going on because you don't like secrets. That actually describes me to the T again. Holy crap. I'm a little, I'm a little, the back of my hair is kind of standing up. Mine, uh, Tell me those stones again. I was looking for a pen and paper to write it down. Um, I really think that you should look at a blue sapphire or an onyx. And it should be something that, and you should have it on, like some people keep them on, um, what do they call it? On their, their sleeves of their shirts, the 
the, the button that goes here. Some people wear them as rings. What is it? a cufflink? Yeah. So you'll see them as dark cufflinks, um, yeah. rings. They keep it on their, um, their money clip. You just need those dark stones because as a Scorpio moon, you feel everything. And I really you, do too. I, I, there isn't, you can't lie. You, it's right here. Yeah. So you, I would want to minimize what's going on here and maximize what's going on here. And that's going to be the Sapphire or the Onyx. It's going to be able to see through the darks, get you through the tough times, um, minimize depression and basically just protect you as a whole. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Wow. I so, really need to look into this. I you know, really look into this. Thank you. My second question is, yeah. if you have a black cat named Onyx, does that count? I kid you not. The cat that was, she, she just ran out the room, but I have a black cat named Onyx. <laughs> I believe it. But this is about, um, there's a lot to be said about as above, so below. And this is about connecting the stars, the time that you were brought, you, you decided to come into the world with your past and with crystals or stones that will ground and center and protect you. So think of it as, as above, so below and protecting you as a, as a whole. Does, does that make sense? So it really yeah. does. It, cats are really great. They, there's many great things that go along with cats. And then of course the name Onyx, like what the heck, how synchronicity, you know, how, how is that for synchronicity? But, I know, um, and the cat actually adores me. All, every time I come in here, you know, every time I come home, she's always right by my side and stuff like that. You know, a couple times she's actually used to do this at our old house. I leave the door open in my car, and uh, she goes into the garage or jump in the car. I have to go back home to drop her off at home before I went to work. Yeah, yeah. Put a little, you know, you can always put a little um, crystal on um, pets also for protection for them. I, I actually did that for her. Yeah. yeah she actually yeah. had a, a bell. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm glad I was able to help. And then no, if you have any other questions, you know, you can always contact. Cause now that I have your information, it's, it's on here. Like we can do a, yeah. a ton with it. We can talk about the mm -hmm. transits and what's going on now. And we can talk about stones and astrology and everything. Who else? So, Patty, yeah, I have a question. I'm ready. All right. When you do somebody's chart like this, does the year that they were born have anything to do with their reading, or is it really just the the time of day and the and the month and the day? So the time that you were born, um, all of the inner planets, it affects immensely. Like you have to have the exact minute. The outer planets, you know, your Pluto, your Uranus, your Neptune, those are called generational planets. And those affect an entire generation because people come in as a group to move change or to push through change, if that makes sense. So mm -hmm. we, and, and if you look at like generations, uh, like let's say that we were going to uh, just use women. Um, it used to be um, no vote, no nothing, property, and then, okay, they're going to, then we have the war, and then they're going to go to work. A whole generation are going to be the first ones to go to work. And then the next generation is the first ones to go to work and have it all with, I'm going to raise these kids. Now we have an entire generation coming through that they're going to be part of the Me Too movement. And we have an entire generation, 
like we've had um, uh, groups come through before about equality. This is 2020 is going to be the catalyst of this has been going on for so long. People are now saying the younger generation is saying, I don't understand what's wrong with you guys and why you keep tolerating this. It's a different generation that's going to push through the change. 2020 is a year that we are in the process of transiting, trans, trans, transitioning from earth elements to air. So everything that is grounded and solid, like our, our, um, uh, our government, are um, all buildings that have to, you know, like that we would go and shop at, that's all going to change. With the Saturn, Pluto, all those conjunctions, especially this Mars, what's going to be going on, Mars is going to hit retrograde. And then so all of September, all of October, and two weeks of November, huh. we're going to have a total, let's kick this stuff up, fire is going to reignite because it's going to go retrograde. So it's about these groups of people have come together and said, where am I going to make change? So you find the transits in your chart and say, okay, where is this going to affect me? Uh, can I do that with his chart? And line? that goes by the year of your birth? Yeah, it goes yeah, by the okay. year of your birth. And, and, the, and the, the minute, like, you have to have the, the, the exact everything. Because a few minutes could mean that these planets are off. Well, you know, like the moon, the moon changes signs every two to two and a half days. So mm -hmm. if you're off, this one's at 20 degrees or at seven degrees here. So if they were, if they gave me the wrong, if he would have given me the wrong time, he would have had his moon in the 10th house. That's completely mm -hmm. different than him being a Scorpio moon. Okay. Yeah. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Can I ask a, a question? I'm ready. Well, I have a, everything that, that you just said for that Omar needed, and I would like to see if you could do mine too. I would love to do yours also. Thank you. Now, with this, I can also do like a, a, a printout of everything that's going on so with astrology let me let me give you a little bit what we're doing right now is a solar or a, um, an astrological natal birth chart we're just looking at the time that these people were born and predicting what their life and and it will be his entire life like we're talking about omar's entire life not everything is activated all at one time so then we can do a solar return this is on your birthday you say what is going on for the next year of my life we can also do transits of what is going on right now, today, or for the next week or so in my life. So right now I'm looking at some people saying, where is this Mars retrograde hitting? Are you going to become an activist that's going to be protesting um, in the streets? Are you going to finally leave that house that you were um uh, that that relationship that you were not happy in are you like where is this fiery energy activated and if you look at your friends you can where are they where do they get fired up you could pull it all right back to astrology and we could say oh that's in your 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 
fourth house of whatever. Oh, that's in your 10th house or your, your 11th house of groups. Those are the people that are protesting everything. I mean, so astrology can, it's like a blueprint for what is going on with you that we can always refer back to in your life. Okay, let's do another. Okay, tell me a name. Joshua. Uh, uh, what? I didn't hear it. Can we spell it? J-O-S-H-U-A. Joshua? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Do you have your, your um, birth date information? 6.33 p.m. January 5th, 1996. Okay, so January 5th, 19, no, 1996? Yes, ma'am. 1996. And your time again? 6.33 p.m. 6.33 p.m. Where were you born? Newberry Hospital. I need the, 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 the city, the town. Newberry. Oh, Newberry is a place. Okay. New, is it all one word? Yes, ma'am. Newberry, is that in Florida? No, ma'am. That's in South, South Carolina. All right, Joshua. Oh, let's talk about Joshua. Holy Joshua. Crap. Yeah. Okay. So, so when you look at this, you say, wow, Joshua, do you see the difference between, I want to go back real, go back real quick and look at Omar. Do you see that Omar is kind of balanced except for right here? He has a stellium. Hold mm -hmm. on a second. Does everybody see the chart? Cause I don't see anything. Really? Yeah. I just see a list of names. I see the chart. Oh, you got a part of the zoom out. Yeah. It's to the left, left. of the list of names. The circle -y oh. thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. see that at all. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. I, okay. Okay. So when we look at Omar, we say he's pretty balanced. Um, but he is focused on me, 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 me with rules, regulations, and everything has an order. When we look at Joshua. Like, holy mackerel. Like, this is his seventh house of relationships. So I look at Joshua and I say, okay, Joshua, your moon is in cancer. Very, very private. People see you as very caring and loving and giving and nurturing. And you would be there to help out if they needed it. That's how they view you. Then I'm just going to go straight to the, the relationships and partnerships. You have, you shine with Capricorn energy in a minute. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, sh um, I see all the other faces here. So you shine as a Capricorn with relationships. So you are probably pretty traditional when it comes to relationships. I, there's, there's a, there's a, in your head, um, how it should be relationships should be. Does that make sense? Then yes, you have your, your, your fired up Aries. 
you are very fired up. You're probably, not probably, you are the initiator. You are the one who says, I like that person. I'm going to reach out to that person. I want to connect up with that person. You're also, you're also, um, your Uranus, your Uranus is here. Now that's a little bit of a conflict with the rules because your son says in, in that you need to follow these rules with regulate with, with rules and regulations. And then this one is, but I got a little bit of freaky side and that's sometimes in conflict with, with yourself. Like you have these rules. And so Uranus is shock surprise so people would be shocked or surprised by i don't know maybe who you're dating or or your kinds of relationships that you would be involved in and you also have your saturn or your saturn your jupiter your jupiter is you are very caring and giving and when you are with somebody you expand upon the relationship with them like it is all encompassing and gets better. I don't even know if that makes sense. Um, you're, yeah. You also have your Neptune. Neptune is, Neptune is like foggy and unclear and you have to use your heart, not your head to, to navigate. And so you've got to, you, you are very dreamy about your relationships. Um, you probably have in your head, um, um, a, a uh, I don't uh, like. Oh, there should be rose petals, and oh, I should, um, I should, uh, like maybe meet them at the door. It's it's a dreamy quality, and then you got a little bit of a freaky side going on, and then you've got this. But I got rules to have a relationship with people. So you're, are, are you in a relationship with somebody? Not right now, I'm not. You're a basket to handle with, <laughs> with all of this. Yeah, I mean, like, that's a lot of different Joshua's all wrapped up in one. Does that make sense? Yes, ma'am, it does. And you, so, just like Omar said, you described me to a T. Well, I would look at, um, I would look at a, a darker stone because this is, this is your, um, so your son would be diamond. So you would be the traditional guy that would give the woman a diamond. And then, um, and you would be the initiator. God forbid that they would ask you out or they would, you know, like that would like throw you off your game. And you, this is, this is your, I, I would focus on my seventh house and I would say, okay, do I want, what energy do I want to amplify here? Because you, you can amplify. What do you want to amplify? your freaky side, your fired up energy, your son. Um, you could pick, you, you could pick. Well, Miss Grace, if you're looking at me right now, I actually have a, a onyx in my class ring right now. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Even though it's even though it's not my birthstone, when it I was in no, high I don't school. wear my birthstone. I don't wear my birthstone at all. Everybody always says, "Ah, oh, she likes green. Let's get her green." Look, green looks terrible on me, and I'm not drawn to it. It's just not something that I am pulled well, to. I, well, when I was in high school, I didn't want 
hardly to deal with anyone's drama, basically. So I got a, and I was feeling everyone's energy around me, and I was like, what is this? What's going on? Yeah. And I was drawn to to my negativity side. Uh, yeah. What what is this? So that's why I got the onyx to stop all that. Right. The onyx will protect you, and it'll also let you see through, and it'll absorb anything negative. I believe, like when I when I do my tarot, um, when I do a tarot reading, I always have one dark stone and my I, I, my smoky quartz, and I always have my clear quartz because do I need to tap into source or do I need to ground? Do I need to, like, is there too much going on, like too much energy? So, you know, I have both at my disposal. So, yeah, that was, um, wow, that's one for the books, Joshua. Um, you got a lot going on there, buddy. <laughs> you, you never seen something that, that bad um, before? Or that oh, and that's not bad. No, no, it's not bad. I, I have seen a stellium before, but one, two, three, four, five. Five is... Um, I'm going to show you, uh, well, I probably shouldn't, it's okay, but five is a lot, five is a lot, and um, when you see this, then you see Joshua wants to be out there in the world, he wants to, he wants to be the initiator, and he wants to find this relationship, and so it just tells you a lot about what's going on with Joshua, so I, I appreciate you trusting me with your um, information, your birth information, yeah. And I actually might uh, contact you through Facebook to to get some more in depth with this because this is actually intriguing to me. Good. Uh, so you can find me um, on at my webpage, Willow Grace Mystic, and then um, I have an email for uh, I do newsletter a couple times a month, two or three times a month, and that's um, Willow Grace one four three at Gmail. If you want to email me and I'm on um, Facebook, Willow Grace Mystic and I'm on, you know, YouTube, uh, the name stays the same for all of them. Yeah. But this is very interesting to, to me because I, I didn't know the only thing I knew was I'm a Capricorn. That's all I knew. Oh, you're a Capricorn. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All righty. All right. Does anybody have any other questions? Or are we good? No, I'm good. You've been most helpful. This has actually helped me because I'm kind of like going through, I would say a bump in a road just emotionally. <laughs> so yeah. this is huge, huge help. That's good. But, That's good. Well, I'm actually fixing a wall right now. Of almost bump, I'm, I'm facing more of a wall in the road than a bump. A bump. So this is where this is where Omar's Omar. Can we still use you? Yeah, sure. Wait, well, don't don't say it like that. That sounds weird. No, no, no. I always ask permission. <laughs> so this is what's going on in your life right now. These are some transits that are affecting you. You've got a lot of stuff going on in your twelfth house. Remember, twelfth house is self sabotage, fear, dreams, um, inner self, secrets, karma. So you are dealing with um okay so whenever this goes on in the 12th house i believe that you're dealing with karma from a past life that you need to fix in this lifetime before and you're giving you're you are now given a chance to to right wrongs 
And so that's giving you a little bit of pause and difficulty with some personal uh, self-fear. Does that make sense? A little, yeah. Yeah. And so it's going to be fine. It's just that that's where this is all hitting you. So I'm not going to see you out there protesting or anything. I'm going to see you doing inner work. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to be at home saying, is this my energy or is this somebody else's that I'm feeling? Is this true or is this, is this who I am? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's all good. You're going to get through this. And it's, it's, I look at all the transits as um, a chance for growth. And whenever transits are going through the 12th house, um, it's, uh, it is rough. My son is going through uh, his 12th house. Hey, how old are you? 30. Oh, so you're doing your Saturn return also. So the Saturn return is between 27 and 29. You have had all these life lessons for the first time in your life. And now you're going to start a, a second round of them. And now it's, did you learn? Are you going to move forward with this? Do you get the message? And on top of it, you've got to deal with this. Hmm. Do I trust it? Do I trust myself? Does that make sense? Very. Yeah, it's going to be good, Omar. It's going to be good. And I, I appreciate you guys trusting me with this because when you give someone your birth information, you are basically saying, here I am, my past and my, my present. Because your north node is your, uh, this is where your, your, your future is headed. And so I know your past was here. And so we could talk for an hour. Like we could go on and on. And um, it's just... It's trust, and, and I, I appreciate it. So thank you, Omar and Joshua, for trusting me with your charts. And hopefully you get some crystals and you'll feel better about it. I'm when getting that do, tomorrow. Um, if I can ask, when you do a reading <laughs> like this for someone yeah. out there, um, how long does this does the session last, and how much does it cost? Does some so, people know that? Usually, yeah, so usually the first time, it depends what they want, but usually they want a natal chart the first time, and it's $75, and it takes it uh, that we talk for at least an hour, and then I give them a, um, it's about 10 to 20 pages of written up, because Omar's not going to remember all this, so I type it all out, and then I, um, we Zoom, or we meet in person, and we talk for about an hour to an hour and a half about where you are going to be in this life. Now, if Omar wanted to have like a, a solar return, like uh, uh, if his, I, I would have to go back and find out when, when your actual birthday was. What were you? Um, June 4th, 1990. June 4th. So you just had um, a birthday. So we would do a solar return and say, this is what you should look forward to in this next year of your life. And these are the houses that are going to be activated. And this is what's going to come up for you. Does, does that make sense? That's so cool. yeah. 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 And so it's about $75 for the hour to, and it's about an hour, hour and a half. And then that includes the, what the work that I do ahead of time, type it all up, send it off. And then us, doing um time on the because i don't want you just to know it i truly want to teach it to you and explain it to you so you remember it for later and can work with it okay that's good no I'll, next time you know i can zoom and i'll pay 
That's just, this is awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Well, yeah. hopefully you find me on Facebook and YouTube or wherever else we are. And, um, and everybody you. needs to. All right. Thanks. Thanks. All righty. Does anybody else have any questions or anything? Are we good? Do, do mind for me? Uh, I'm trying to, to see the uh, where all, all of it was going to because I, I couldn't see it earlier because I'm, I'm using my phone. I'm oh, sorry, I gotta go. sorry. Okay, Joshua, you're you were using a phone and not a computer, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, you see this? That's all about you, buddy. You and romance and you with another. And count them. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. How do you count them? How do I count them? Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Count what? Like, okay, like you were saying one, two, three, four, five. Oh, oh, with the oh. okay. So do you see that this is uh, the seventh house? Do you see where my mouse is? Uh, I'm looking. Oh, it's kind of small on the phone. Okay, so you have one. Joshua, you can zoom in on it. Three. Okay, this is your part of fortune, and that's a whole. We could talk about that forever, but that's don't don't even look at that as a planet. That's um, something that you chose for your lifetime to. So we have one, two, three, four, five. We have five planets in your seventh house. And they're all in this this Capricorn sign here. Is, can you see it now? Okay. Uh, uh, I see, do you see? Do you see I three o'clock the, the, and then go up? Right. Right. Okay. I, I see the the numbers now because I I zoomed in enough. Got it. But they're all they're like blurry. Ah uh, well, if you're looking on a phone, it's going to be blurry. I have it on my entire screen, and so so when I zoom people, um, first off, I mail it. I will email you a packet, and I email the chart and everything, and then we sit and we talk about it because I want you to have it in your hands. It makes a difference because um, then you can see what I'm talking about. And and I'm seeing these numbers of thirty six, fifty four, fifty one, forty six. Three and that's how many. Okay, so this is the degrees. So when when something is at twenty nine degrees, um, okay. So when something is at a zero, you are new. This is the first time you've experienced this in this sign. And when it's at twenty nine, think of it as, are you going to pass it so you can move on to the next sign with it? So you're a newbie with this, and you're very experienced with this. So the degrees matter. The degrees matter. That's why you have to have the exact time of birth. Everything on the chart, truly. So, I mean, okay, hold on. I'm going to show you one more thing if, if we've got a few more minutes. Um, oh, yeah, sure. Okay, let me go back here. Hold on. Okay. I don't know how to move all the... the... I'm going to hide this. Okay. Hold on. Okay, this is Joshua in more detail. So Joshua's got a lot of earth. He's very solid. He's very grounded. He has a lot of water. He's very sensitive. He's pretty balanced with his fire and his air. 
The cardinal sign down here means that Josh is a starter. He's really good at starting things, not so good at carry through, and definitely not good at ending things. So when I look at that, I say, well, if I know what my strengths are, I'm good at starting things, then I know that I need to also be aware of my weaknesses. And if I know that my weaknesses of finishing things, I need to have somebody else take care of that for me. Does that, does that make sense? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. All right. Let me take a look at um, um, Omar. Omar, can I, sh okay, can I show yours again? Sure. Okay. So... So Omar, Omar is very earthy, meaning he's down to earth. He probably stays in one house and he doesn't move around a lot. He's in his head a little bit, pretty sensitive, does not have a lot of fire and drive. He's a starter. If you want somebody to start a job, he's the one. He's pretty good at finish or at um, continuing on with it, but he's not very good at finishing something either. So if I were going to um, be in a job with Omar or be working with him, I would say, I need you to start this and get this going. I'll take it over from there. Does that make sense? Mm, not quite. I mean, yes, I am down to earth. And the other part is true. I do, you know, just, you know, I'm usually down to earth. I like to be at home or I like to be someplace yep. where it's calming and stuff like that. But, you know, what I practice in my craft and stuff like that has always filled me with energy and drive. So yes, I will stay at home, but the moment I have like an idea or a fun activity to do or something that I want to do, I get up and go. Yeah, you do get up and go, but you're not real good at finishing it. Like the mm. carry through. If it, if the job took more than a year, you would not be the person to pick. If I needed someone to start something and say, Hey, Omar, could you get this ball up and running? We need to get this program started. It's, it's going to last about a week, maybe to a month. You're good to go. As a matter of fact, you're going to be good to go over a long period of time. Are you good at ending it? No, you're not, you're not a good ender. You probably don't want to even end relationships. Like it would be, I'm going to, I'm going to stick it out because it's the right thing to do, but you don't, but you're really good at starting. Yeah, that does make sense. I mean, my last relationship, I ended it myself because, you know, she was just so dry. But um, when it comes to my job, I always finish. You know, they, they, you know, I used to be a supervisor for a security force, and um, I was really good at it. The reason why I left, because, you know, they didn't let me climb up the ladder anymore. Plus, the rich bastard didn't want to pay. <laughs> All right. All right. So, are, are we good, everybody? Anybody else? This is your opportunity. Could you just tell me what stones I would need? Um, what are you wanting to emphasize? Well, I don't know. What do I want to emphasize? I guess um, the future. Do you know your birthday? 9-19-1954. Okay. September 1954. Um, J-E-A-N-N-E-K-U-E. Shit. I mean, sorry. <laughs> Just a Z at the end. 
Yeah, yeah, I, my finger hit the wrong yep. thing, and yeah. Um, <laughs> September 19th, 1954. Okay, can anybody add that up? And then your time? 3.40 in the morning. And where were you born? El Paso, Texas. El Paso, E. Did I spell it right? A-L-P-A-S-S-O? No. E-L-P-A-S-O. Okay, spell it one more time. E-L. Oh, E-L. E. Capital P-A-S-O. A-S-O. Oh, there's a space. My bad. El Paso. Oh, hence my name, Gray Willow Grace, so I don't. I won't drop the f bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> El Paso, Texas. Yeah. And normally, I do not have an audience, and I do this quietly so I don't screw up. <laughs> Okay, Jean, September 19th, 1954, 340, El Paso, Texas. Got it. Oh, let's talk about you. Okay. Hmm. Okay, so do you see how you are? Oh, okay. This is how people Whoa. see you as a fired up, nice Leo. You are I'm very perfect. balanced. No, no, no. This is how they see you. Oh, Remember okay. how the first house is me, me, me. How do I look? And all right, all right. you take uh, very good. You take pride in how you look. You like it's very important to you. Um, this is um, your your uh, relationship and lower education. Your sun shines in your second house, so you are very good at your their, your values are important to you. Your feelings, self worth, cash, property. Your focus is around that, but since you were born at night, the the moon, I would focus on my moon, and I would, yeah, I would definitely be focused on um, the Scorpio with your, so Scorpio, and um, Saturn with your Venus in your family. So this is your home, your family, your mother, your roots, there should be rules with mother issues or, okay, issues is the wrong word. Things that involve our mother and um, home and family and roots and foundation. And you mm -hmm. take it very seriously, like water deep care, emotion, love. And I would, I would work, I would probably have, Cause you have your, you have this in cancer here, but they have all this good stuff with it and you have this in, okay. So this is your sixth house and I'm looking at this saying you've got Mars fired up with your routines. Do you need help to focus on um, your daily work, health and routines? If you're not feeling healthy, if you feel that you need help in that area, I would look towards, I would look towards red coral, jasper, garnet. If you wanted to emphasize, um, I'm thinking they're your Leo here. You're all about you. Let me go back to that. Um, I'm thinking your moonstone, selenite. Do you use selenite at all? No. No. 
Selenite is an amazing, um, selenite is used to cleanse the energy and um, pearl is such a soft stone, but so is selenite. Um, I would look into uh, selenite to keep the energy clear. And I would look into um, if I were not feeling the healthiest or if I needed help in my daily routine of work, I would look into um, garnet or jasper, bloodstone, red coral, or hem hematite. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, but if you do not have selenite, selenite's not expensive at all. Um, I, where's my wand? I have a selenite wand. And then I wear this selenite on my necklace that basically it just cleanses all the time. And it just keeps the energy clear. It's a very soft stone, so you cannot put it in water. You can't get it wet. Can't get it wet. Okay, thank you. All righty. All right, guys. I've enjoyed myself. I hope um, everybody takes away a little bit of something from it. And um, hopefully we'll talk again on, I don't know, maybe we'll talk again on something else with astrology. Really quick, where's your store located? I see that you have a store. Is it really in Ohio? I'm in, okay, so how I found What's Up Cups is my daughter. Um, I'm going to quit recording. Hold on. Well, no, I'll just have my husband. Um, you're not going to share this part, are you? No, no. man. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, so my daughter is three years clean and sober as of August 1st. And um, I've... I've made Florida my second home because I said, you should never come. You should not be here. You do not need to come home. And so when I went down there, I said, you need a community that's just like us. And so she is now, she was in Delray at the time. Now she's in Palm Beach Gardens, but I think that she's going to be moving further back down to Delray. And so every time I come in town to visit, I... Like I follow what's up cups, but whenever I come down, I'm like, um, what, um, I don't want to miss one of the, 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 the events that go on. Like I went to the fairy ball because sometimes I'm down there for Samhain. Sometimes I'm down there for, um, uh, Beltane. It, 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 I try to visit her and then I'm like dragging her because I really want her to find a, um, a group. And, um, that's, that's I'm like, Delray. <laughs> yeah, well, she's, she's, um, if I were to show you my daughter's chart, holy mackerel, you know, I'm going to, cause this is a private group. We're not, we're not recording, right? No, I stopped. Okay. You because are. then, because you, you can find addiction. You can like, there's just so much. Let me find. There we go. Open. Yeah. Do you see that? Uh, no, I still see the graph. Oh, wait. Oh, you, I was her. Of her. Oh. Right? So this is, so when I saw Joshua's, <laughs> I was like, holy shit, Joshua. Joshua, you and relationships and like, but his is all about him and relationships. My daughter is all about her shadow side. She has stuff that she has to deal with. Self-sabotage. Stop it. Quit fucking around with assholes 
And then this is, this is how she sees herself with rules and regulations. But she wants, she's an Aquarius, Aquarius sun. I want to let my freak flag fly. Aquarius moon, don't look at me. I want to be freaky and private. And it's totally in conflict with it. And then like all of it. And then there's rules and there's regulations and she's always trying to buck the system. And I'm like, sweetheart, this is your chart. Like come to terms with it. This is what you have to so when you see somebody's chart, then, then certain things in their life start to make sense. Does that, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So Extremely, extremely. So, Let me tell you a quick story. I'm about to say people, it's a little bit personal, you know, just, we're not recording, right? No. Yeah. Okay. My ex, who was an Aquarius a couple of years ago, wrote me a letter because she was exactly the way your daughter is. And now mm -hmm. that she see that all the stuff I said came came true she wrote me a letter asking if she want to try again i'm like no because it's like because you way have I look scorpio there and you don't do it twice <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> right so whenever i come to florida i consider florida my second home i go to my naranon meetings down there i go to what's up cops like so um and before covid I was, we told her, if you stay down there, then we will try, then somebody will see you like once a month. So my husband and I were taking turns. So, um, the people there have been like, I just showed up. I just showed up for a fairy ball. I just showed up for a Christmas thing. I just, I just show up every now and then. Like when I saw the one gal laying on there and I'm like, that just doesn't look right. I don't think she's supposed to be laying about who do you tell? Because I'm from Ohio. So yeah, I'm in Ohio. So I do psychic fairs. I host psychic fairs up here twice a year in the spring and the fall. And I do nice. women's retreats. And I was looking for, I needed community. And, um, you know, I need community when I'm home away from home. So yeah, Florida's like my, my second home. Yeah. Well, yeah. Retreats. So the women's retreats I have in, in near me, I, there's a place called Merging Hearts Holistic Center. And um, it's, uh, I, I just get the whole building. And um, I, have, I have a energy pyramid, like a healing pyramid. And I partner up with Mystic Maven. She and I, we were doing them twice we were doing it in the fall and in the spring and then we wanted to expand it and then do the four seasons you know like the turning of the wheel and mm -hmm. then covid hit and so the spring one was was canceled and i know the fall one's not gonna we're not i'm not even advertising i'm not even doing anything like that um so i know that i'm like in this pause the standstill and where do i go from here you know, I'm looking at my business. I'm looking at other people. I'm really good at giving other people advice for their business, but I'm uh, trying to figure out what else do I need to do. So that's why I was like looking at the YouTube saying, I know that you could do this because, you know, like let's all raise each other up. I believe I do not work with a single woman. I try to work with only women. Not that I'm excluding men, but most of the psychic fairs include mainly women. And um, if we either all work together and you all support each other and, or we don't, or you don't, you don't, you know, I, I believe that it's, it's, um, it's time to anchor in and the divine um, woman is, is now 
needs to be uplifted and we need to quit being our worst enemies and be the, the best that we can for each other. Uh, Miss Grace. I, I agree. Yeah, that's great. Thanks. Joshua. Uh, I have one more I, I want to see, but it's not on mine. It's for my father. He wasn't able to, he, he doesn't care about this, but I, I just want to see why me and him are always butting heads. Okay. Ooh, I could yes. let, I, okay, so I also do partner charts or couple charts. Before I ever team partner up with anybody, um, I do a, uh, it's a compatibility chart. And I get their permission. And then I say, I want to share it with you because these are areas that we have strengths and these are areas that we have weaknesses. And um, I know that my daughter's my opposite. I have Virgo as my rising, structured, organized, be ready the day before. Um, like that is just how I roll. My daughter is roll out of bed and let's get going. So <laughs> I learn from her to be more relaxed in my rules. She learns from me to be more structured. So we could do, and every time I get ready to go visit her in Florida, I pull up our charts and say, okay, I know I should bite my tongue and I'm going to be really, I'm going to try really hard. And now it doesn't always work that way because I believe that we are here to learn life's lessons. And I also believe that we, we can't do somebody else's chart like without giving them the information, unless it's a kid. I will do charts for parents for their kids, but as soon as they turn 18, they're no longer allowed unless the kid uh, the, child, uh, the student, um, you know, gives the permission, but I'm sure, I'm sure that if you and your father are butting heads, it's because you are to learn something. Okay. I always look at it as why does it drive me crazy? And what, what should I be learning from this? Does that make sense?